Hi guys, welcome to the E5 podcast, which has changed its name after a record one week because we're not very intelligent. I'm Paul. And I'm Mike. And today's episode is going to be all about calories um, this week. So we will start the episode off. Paul, talk me through what a calorie is. We're not going to talk about why we changed our name. We probably should, to be fair. Um, because n- neither of us decided to Google what podcast names are out there because there's a f- million podcasts. There's and a million. 15 is represented about seven of them. Yeah, to be honest with you, I, I, I'm going to put money on now that we're going to have to change the name again next week because there's probably one out there called E5, but we'll see what happens. It'll be fine. And maybe it's a theme of the podcast. Maybe we just have a different name every week just to confuse people. Could, have a, could we have a different co-host every week? I mean, I, I also agree with that, to be honest with you. Um, Maybe we wouldn't have to record it at half eight on an evening. It's bedtime. It is also a bedtime. This is also take number four, and a good three of them were <laughs> my fault. So, um... <laughs> John, in the last in the last take, John had forgot who he was. I mean, he that's just... He didn't, didn't know his name. That's not to do with the podcast. That's just Monday. And <laughs> me... That's, doing a P- that's working full-time doing a PhD. That's what it is. Oh, I'm a mess of a human being right now, but we won't go into that. We've only got 15 minutes. Um, so this week's episode, as we just said, is about calories. So, Paul, do you want to talk the listeners through what a calorie is, please? Um, a calorie is one unit of measure that it is an energy measurement that takes... It's how much energy it takes to warm up one cubic centimetre of water. And it's real fucking boring. And as a single measure, it's probably as useful as the BMI. <laughs> which we all have our opinions on, which, again, is a pile of shit. That, yes, we know. It's a podcast in itself, let's face it. That'll probably be in the coming weeks, no doubt. Um, and it was also a very sexy explanation. I appreciate it. Um, frankly, though, let's face it. What the listeners want to know is how do we count them, I guess? Um, yeah, why? Why and how do we count calories? So obviously, like we know that calories are the reason or what kind of dictates our body weight. Um, it's what we use as our energy. The, the how we count them is up for debate, really, because anything we intake. So, for example, if you look at the back of a packaging of a Kit Kat, so I know two things: a Kit Kat's got 111 calories in it, but anything that's put on the back of a yeah, I've had quite a lot of them. Um, anything you put on the back of packaging, like there's a 20%, I think it's 20%. So it could be 20% either way. So it could be 22 calories either side of 111. And you've also got to think like the manufacturing process. It's never, never always the same. Have you ever, ever had a Kit Kat without a biscuit in the middle? No, but I've had have one. You no, haven't, without the biscuit in the middle. I have, however, had one with no chocolate on the top. So you so had chocolate on the top. Chocolate on the sides, on the bottom, not the top. Weirdest thing I've ever seen. You've lived a very sheltered life. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, so, like, obviously, like, our intake, obviously, we've got apps like MyFitnessPal and, like, even my app it has its own calorie counting app. But it's – everything is always going to be up for debate. It's always going to be um, – sort of have a degree of variability within that. And – it gets even harder when you think about how much energy you're expending. So if I went for a jog and I did 5K and bent 400 calories, 
I could go for that jog again in six months' time with a little bit more training under my belt and it'd be 300 calories. Maybe not that extreme, but it would reduce because I would be fitter. So for every calorie, I would propel myself forward better. So when, when we talk about sort of calorie uh, calorie expenditure, that's kind of where it's a very, very gray area because we really don't know. Yeah, so it's an argue, you could argue that, you know, it's um, it's more of a guideline than it is a... a, a an exact science when you calculate it yourself, I suppose. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Why did you say I mean, it was really posh then? It sounded like you were Southern, I suppose. Again, Monday. I don't know where I am, Paul. So, you know. <laughs> I was just going to reel off your address then. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. Um, then yeah, so obviously, like, when we're, when we're talking calorie invested calorie, calorie out and, and whatnot, like we, we can take a guess or a best guess at both of those, but we really don't know. Yeah. So, do you argue there's some um, there's some form of trial and error when you, for example, when a client first comes to yourself, um, you'll put them on. I don't know. Say, say, fragment. Massive head nods. The people can't. The people can't hear head nods. So currently. Paul is nodding rapidly at this. So, yeah, answer to my question. If you put them on 2,000 calories, you may have to have a few weeks to see how their body adapts and goes from there. Yes, I mean, you can... So we know most of the regression equations from a... Like, for example, if you've got a macro calculator on, on Google, we know that most of the regression equations are within 100 to 300 calories either side. So you've got... Right. It, Say, for example, it gave you 1,800 calories. It could be anywhere from 15 to 2,100. And then that's based on regression equations of your uh, the participants that it's been used in the past. It doesn't take into con consideration your fitness levels, your muscle mass, your fat mass, your water content, how well you metabolize carbohydrates, fats, proteins, um, how fit you are. So for the fitter you are, the more... The closer your intramuscular triglycerides, so the fat within your muscle is closer to the mitochondria, so the more efficient it actually becomes. Um, so there's all these factors that people like, fucking hell, like didn't know that, that have quite a, a large variability on what your intake should be. Then you've also got to think that we also, like, for example, if you were on 2000 calories and your weight stayed the same, but your body composition changed then those 2000 calories probably you are in a deficit so there is so, so much trial and error and like you probably won't know where your calories sit for four to six weeks at least because at no point is anybody ever having the same amount of calories on a day-to-day -day basis regardless of what anybody tells them no 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 matter how well you track either i guess you know like you say there's always that variability so you know you're gonna be out at yeah some like, level not every chicken breast is, is 180 grams. Yeah, exactly. You can weigh as well as you want. And there must be some variability within the calculators as well, right? If you're using MyFitnessPal versus the app that you use, there will be some variability based on what data has been put in initially. Yeah, so the two most common uh, databases are NutriCheck, I think, and MyFitnessPal in England. There are a couple in America, which are all right. But like even then, like, it's so... It, it, everything's just best guess like it, it just is unless you're unless you're going to have 
your BMR measured every single day, which just ain't going to happen because it's stupid expensive, time-consuming, and just a bollock. Like, nobody cares. Nobody wants to wake up and be like, oh, what do you want to be a marriage today? Nobody gives a fuck. Like, just go and enjoy your food. You're going to be miserable. There's no two ways about that. You're doing that every day. You are going to be miserable. Um, so, yeah, I think and I think that's what people need to... If, if there's one thing I'd say people take away from this episode is it's okay to have that bit of variability. Like, it's there. Just accept it, I guess. Yeah, it's like anything. Um, like if you go for a run, if you go... So I've got clients who do park runs every week. Right, just gen pop. Like we're not talking people who run five K seriously and want to win or want to like they obviously want to improve, but like every single week you might have a two minute variance in their time, and that's fine. Like you're not gonna put your best out there every day. And it's the same with calories. Like you can track as as well as you want, and it's still gonna be a case of you might be off. Yeah, I'd agree with that completely. Um I guess the next question, Paul, running into that would be, you know, so we're talking about calories and variability, but are all calories the same then? Um, would be a question that I've heard <laughs> people say before. Um, no. So, like, one calorie is obviously one calorie, but um, because of how our bodies metabolize different macronutrients and different things going in, it will change how much we extract from that, if that makes sense. So, for example, if you had a 100 gram, 100 calories from chicken breast, which is mainly protein, or 100 calories just from protein, because we digest it, and it's quite an expensive, calorific uh, digestion process, we probably lose anywhere to 25 to 30% of those calories. So, you can have anywhere between 70 and 75 calories actually absorbed from those 100 whereas if you add uh, 100 calories from a potato that number is going to be much higher much closer to 100 because the digestion process starts very early so obviously when we take in any carbohydrates an enzyme called amylase starts within the mouth so digestion literally starts as soon as you start chewing whereas protein doesn't start until the stomach and really doesn't get going and or end until the small intestine so uh, because it goes further through the digestive system one, it keeps us fuller for longer, but it's also a more expensive process um, because it's got to break down all the peptides and the amino acids and things. So whilst it's still 100 calories of either, either thing, one protein is, is going to uh, cost you less calories. So it's going to be 70 to 75 calories absorbed, give or take, some obviously variability. And it's also going to keep you fuller because it's going to take longer to digest. So you're less likely to eat food later on or, or immediately after whereas something like a white potato and this isn't me demonizing white potatoes because they're unbelievably good foods oh. because it gets digested very quickly and very early on it's not going to keep you as full ironically a white potato actually keeps you fuller than most of the starches so definitely not however you cannot eat all of them and lose weight doesn't happen <laughs> slim and wild <laughs> just for the listeners that don't know Paul that well that was complete sarcasm um speaking of that then we've spoken a lot about calories within this episode is that what it's all about when it comes to let's say weight loss for example um is it all about the calories Paul um 
To an extent, yeah, because obviously we know we know that if we if we take the variability out of it, if you need two thousand to survive, um, or two thousand as maintenance, and you eat fifteen hundred, you're going to lose five hundred calories a day. All right, so that's one pound a per week because it's three and a half thousand for one pound of fat. You're going to lose that. All right, but there's better ways than others to meet those demands. So if you got high protein, like I said, that's, that keeps you fuller for longer because it's digested slower. Plus, if you have a thousand calories from protein, which is a lot, you're not going to digest all of them. You're not going to absorb all of them. So you're actually going to kind of save yourself some. So whilst it keeps you fuller, it also increases your body composition. And this whole, you can eat what you want and lose weight thing, it kind of needs to die. Like we've all jumped on the bandwagon like when I prepped, like you should have some, seen some of the meals I'd made when I prepped. Like, fuck me. It was just a case of I was so hungry that I tried making as much food as I possibly could for the bare minimum of calories. Right, I was, The lowest calories I was on when I prepped at, at 86 kilos. So the same way I am now, I was on 1,800 calories. <laughs> the worst I'd, thing I've eaten was porridge with water. Um, I, that. I remember i remember i went to university so my intro to my masters i stayed in a hotel which was arguably the worst hotel i've ever stayed in like the wallpaper wasn't even on the walls and i had a can of tuna and because i'd stick all my food with me because i'm prep i'd stick all my food with me in a cool box and i was there for three days so i had a can of tuna and i had this skinny syrup and i picked the wrong one up so I took maple syrup with me. So I had a can of tuna with skinny syrup, maple syrup. If anybody knows what skinny syrup tastes like, when you're in prep and your taste buds have pretty much just been annihilated and you cannot taste a thing, it tastes unbelievable because it's got the slightest bit of sweetener in it. Whereas if you tried it now versus like maple syrup or anything that's got flavor, it is literally the worst. It tastes like cough syrup, but not the cough syrup you actually want to have. The cough syrup <laughs> where your, your mum is literally having to do the airplane into your mouth kind of thing. The airplane that, that, be that kind of bad. And that, Paul, is why you will never get me to prep. Um, so <laughs> I, can't, I can't even get you to die, let alone prep. So a, I, I enjoy cheese <clears throat> Um, so <laughs> no, let, we sorry, are... let, me, let me finish, let me finish, let me finish. So obviously if you try and make everything or you can eat what you want and lose weight, like, yes, you can, but you're going to not be happy because you're going to be hungry because the foods you want to eat are always high palatable, um, low residue. So they're not going to stay in your stomach very long. They're usually low protein, so they're not going to fill you up. So you're going to be hungry. You're going to feel like shit because the macronutrient and micronutrient profiles are just going to be absolutely fucking dreadful. And you're probably going to fart a lot because there's going to be so much sweetener, artificials, preservatives, everything, all the shit going on. And that's all well and good. If you want to live that life, you go and live that life. Don't, just, just don't come near me. <laughs> However, you can... Yourself, yeah. you, can, you can do it in such a smart way. Whereas, all right, if you ate chicken and rice with some veg twice a day, all right, it's high protein. If you've got brown rice, it's high fiber. Broccoli, peas, sweet corn, 
a variety of colored vegetables, yep. you're going to be well under your calories and you're actually going to feel okay. All right, yeah, it's not the most palatable foods in the world, but if 80% came from chicken, rice, and veg, doesn't have to, if 80% did, then that other 20% comes and you have that variety of the foods that you do enjoy. And if you eat bland foods more often, the stuff that you do like that is actually nice, like a burger, like a pizza, like a takeaway, actually tastes so good. Yes. All right. Whereas if you have shit like that all the time, it it just tastes, oh, it's a Chinese again. It's chips and curry sauce. Do you know what I mean? So, like, there is, whilst you can eat what you want to lose weight, don't. Yeah. Essentially. It makes sense. You have to change your way of thinking. You have to change your paradigm because if you're still wanting to eat a burger every single night or a cheat meal every single weekend, you're not going to make progress because you're just going to blow your calories back out the water. Because a cheat meal, nobody ever saves up for a cheat meal anymore. Like if you if you call it a cheat meal, that's what it is. It's just 2,000 calories that you're just adding on that you've spent all week saving up. It's mental. It's stupid. Yeah. yeah. feel shit on Sunday morning because you have a few beers with it. If I have two beers, right, if I have two beers, I'm hungover. It's awful. <laughs> I'm 31. Why am I hungover after two beers? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it 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 makes sense to be fair. Like it, it, I can't say I get hangovers, but I get very drunk after about three pints. Because so, I don't drink very often, and yeah, well, but that's probably why tolerance is low. Um, but yeah, that that's another rant for another time, I guess you know. But yeah, um, the great thing I've just re- realised about renaming this podcast is we don't need to stick to a fifteen minute time limit anymore. We will sure. try, listeners. Um, I promise you, we will. But we are. Over well over um, already. <laughs> oh, we're it's over. You know that's that we've blown it. It's fine. But we're not called fifteen 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 anymore. So whatever, <laughs> it's it's absolutely fine. Um, but for you, those of you that are wanting a little bit of um help with weight loss and you know the fitness journey in general, um, Paul, tell us about um not a slimming club club that E Five are bringing out. Um, so. It's pretty much a Ron seal. It does exactly what it says on the tin. So it's a club, but it's not about slimming. Um, so the idea is that it's a six-week group coaching, intensive group coaching. Um, so I've done group coaching before, but I've, I've never really enjoyed it. I can't even got group coaching at the minute, but like I always feel that because I'm not hands-on with it, like I struggle... I struggle to do it, if that makes sense. I struggle that's to sort of be like... I, I think knowing you, that's not saying that it doesn't and can't work. It's just the... Oh, no, it, it fucking it doesn't work. It's just... You like to have with people. That's what it I'm, is. I'm, I'm one of those people that likes to be in control. So when people aren't doing shit and I'm like, well, they haven't really paid for my one-to-one support. So I can't really follow them up as much as I'd want to. Whereas this is six weeks. Um, Every other week, you get a written check, check-in with myself. And every other week you get a group nutritional Zoom. Um, and that's where you get all of the info that you want for that week. All right. Across the six weeks, you have access to uh, lessons, educational videos. I set all your nutrition programs. I set all your training programs. And I basically, in that six week, give you the foundations that you need 
to then move forward. Um, there is a like option of help after that after that six weeks. Um, but that is that's what it is. So if you you are interested, um, we start twenty fifth of March. Um, is the first intake. So if you go onto my Instagram bio and click on not a slimming club club, fill in the type the form, and you just go onto the waiting list. Like you, you can pay now and and grab a place. There's sixteen spots available, but um, there's no rush or anything like that. There'll be a lot more information coming out over the coming weeks. Um, if you just go on the waiting list, you'll find information comes from there anyway. Sounds excellent. Sounds like a great um, a great club to be a part of. I had I had your comment on it, right? Am I? Apparently. Is this something you've told yourself and I'm probably going to do it anyway? Well, yeah, I've trained you for free fucking so long now. It's fine, finally time to pay me. <laughs> we train together, it's different. Um, <laughs> well, on that note, Paul, um, we will... Uh, we will call it there then and we are what about five minutes over six ah yeah I'll just cut you out of out of it when I edit it it's fine but yeah you don't say it'll be about five minutes <coughs> but yeah that's yeah. fine um, so yeah we will speak to you all next week listeners um, thank you very much for listening and we still need to figure out how to sign off on a podcast because I've, I've, I've figured it out I've figured it out so if you want to follow yeah. me go and follow Paul underscore Ellis underscore NP on Instagram Paul Ellis on Facebook and if you want to follow John he doesn't have any anything. So I'm so. just going to say, I'm going to start signing off by saying ciao, because, you know. Ciao for now. Ciao.